the Charge Down with CBND, where we take an hour out of your day to speak about the greatest game of all, Rugby League. How are you doing, CB? How are you doing? Winning! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. What a good weekend for you. Oh, mate. Look, the sun's shining. The world <laughs> is a better place. Because the Bronx got that monkey off the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be, it'd be interesting to see how they go this week. Very interesting to see if they think they're out of the woods or... Oh, look, Meteor crashing straight <laughs> back to Earth. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, you did beat, who was it, the Bulldogs? Yeah, I think they were coming first. I think they were on top of the ladder. So oh, win. yeah, yeah. In um, tw- 2012, was it? <laughs> yeah, look, I flipped, I flipped the ladder upside down by accident. So. Ah, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. That'll get you. <laughs> Sorry. It was last versus second last battle of the solid dwellers. And we got off the bottom. No, we were actually second last. So we, this we is moved, true. We're moving on up. We're you moved on up, up once. <laughs> <laughs> You're above two teams now. Baby steps, mate. Baby steps. Exactly. And to be fair, like you're one win away from like being on par with the eight. Which I know. Is weird. That's, that's actually crazy. It's funny you say that because I was looking at that before. So your Tigers are eighth yeah. on eight points. Yeah. And we're 14th on six points. <laughs> <laughs> and we play you this week. <laughs> yep. Anyway. Yep. I mean, All right, let's, if let's you beat us by about. about 100, then you might be able to reach eight, but... <laughs> ah, <clears throat> put money on it. <laughs> Broncos by 100. <laughs> oh, right. man. All right. So, yeah, plenty happening in the news at the moment with uh, Dean Pay out, possibly bringing up mm. Trent Barrett. Uh, we've got Harry Grant talking, talking to the news. Um, and who knows, if COVID continues, all, Queensland, all teams might be in Queensland next week or the week God's after. Country. God's country, mate. It, it is. It is. But at the same time, there's not enough places to play. Like, are they going to play Sunny Coast Stadium four games around? I'm keen. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. I guess. I mean, what do we have? Four notable stadiums? Yeah. No, four? Is it? Oh, there's a few. I mean, it depends on the crowd situation, doesn't it? Like, I don't know That's true. what that looks like. At this point in time, they're letting some crowds in. But, you know, Suncorp, Suncorp um, obviously, you've got Gold Coast. You've got Country Bank up north. And then there's a couple of other ones splashed throughout the traps that can handle can handle games. So... They've obviously thought about it. They they said that they've got a plan in place that if it gets to that, they they've got it covered. So yeah, trust the process, my friend. Exactly. I mean, just as long as the NRL doesn't close down again. <laughs> I don't think it will. I think remember when he came, Peter Vlandis came out and they asked him if he had a regret before he started back this this you know round three yeah. post COVID. They asked him if he had a regret, and he said, "Yeah, I regret even stopping it in the first place." Yeah. Well, there you, you go. He thinks they've got protocols and things in place that they shouldn't need to stop. Um, so anyway, we'll, it'll be interesting. It will be. It will be. Um, so just in the news yesterday, Dean Pay mm. gone. He, I mean, he quit himself. He didn't. He walked. Yeah, like yeah. the word was he was going to get the boot, and then he he felt disrespected and and said shove it and made a move. Yeah, it, it's it's a hard it's a hard um, game to be being at the moment. Coaching the dogs, like I think it's, I think Dean Pay was within his rights, mate. Like seriously, like I couldn't understand why they were calling for his head. The, the roster he inherited a year and a half ago was yeah. absolute trash. Mm. 
they they have no money because of they were they were salary cap limited. Yeah. And so they knew they were going to be losing. They told him at the beginning when they said to him, "You've got the gig, but don't expect to be winning. We're we're in this plan of rebuilding, and it's going to take a couple of years." Yeah. He's he's done everything they've asked of him and he hasn't had a chance to build a team at all. There's been no, yeah. barely any changes for that team. And then because they're losing this season, they sack, they want to suck him. Like that's bullshit. Yeah. I mean, they lost most games last year as well. Um, they knew that was going to happen though. This is yeah, the thing. exactly. Exactly. It's stupid. it's stupid. They've totally used him, used him up and spat him out, mate. And I think, you know, for him an old club legend too, oof, rough. Mm. I think the, like what they could have done is let him see out the season um, and just see what he can do. They were going to? They told him that's why he ended up put walking because they told right. him that he won't be there next year and he was like, screw it, I'm out. I'm out now, yeah, fair, fair enough. I mean, at least now he gets some time off and still gets paid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that was rough, but um, mm. on to the, the news a little closer to home for you, my friend. <laughs> yeah, Harry Grant. Yeah. Uh, tell me, tell me, explain to the people, what did Harry Grant do? Well, he, he, it's on the record that he's actually come out and said, I will be at the storm next year. I gave the storm my word. He even went as far as saying, even if Cameron Cameron Smith is there still, I'm still going to be there. I've told them I'll be there. It was all agreed upon before I was loaned out. I will be at the storm next year. Yeah. If, if the Reggies come back next year, Will like what? It, sorry, no. If they don't come back next year, if we're still in this situation, mm. um, there's a good chance that he's not going to be playing first grade. No, there isn't. No, you don't no. reckon? No, not a chance in hell, mate. Have you noticed the storm putting Brandon Smith in all these different positions? Well, yeah, yeah. I you guess. know why they're doing that? Because next year, when Harry Grant's there, if he's not the number nine, he's the number fourteen. There's just no way that they haven't got him in that squad. Yeah. No, no chance. I'll give you any number you want. I'm telling you, he's in that team next year. If he's not signed, like if he's not signed to the Tigers or somewhere else, first yeah. grade, if he's still at the Storm as, as, as at this point is planned, he will be in that squad. 100%. I'll bet my freaking life on or, or not, <laughs> let, let's Let's just bet something else on it <laughs> let's bet someone else's life <laughs> i bet your life that he will be there yeah Rather. i mean you're, you're probably right but like I, i'm just a boy dreaming that he's going to be at the tigers mate i said to you earlier there's a, a week's a long time in footy <laughs> often they come out and say i am not gonna sack that guy and then two days later he gets sacked yeah yeah like look it's, he's on the record, but, you know, he, Daily Cherry, Cherry Evans came on the record and said, I'm going to the Gold Coast Titans. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Uh, we all know what happened there. So Exactly. I mean, I've got my conspiracies, but we'll, um, we'll save that for another time. They still got, they still got what, 14 weeks to, to work on him. So, uh, Is it 14? Oh, I mean, with finals, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe I was a little premature there. <laughs> no, you no, 14. 14 sounds good. You got 10 weeks. <laughs> Oh man, um, and the players have voted on what their team of the year would be um, based on position. I saw that. Yes. What do you think? Um, there's a lot of roosters there, <laughs> which is arguably probably, correct. Probably right, rightly so. I mean, yeah. reigning two-time champs. You got to yeah. get it for them. And there's only two Queenslanders. Was this team 
was this team meant to fit under the salary cap? Because <laughs> the only no. team that could fit this team under their cap would be the Roosters as well, funnily enough. Yeah, you're um, probably you're right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so we've got at the fullback, James Tedesco. On the wings, uh, Daniel Tupo and Brett Morris. So, and then in the what? centres. Yeah, in the centres, Josh Morris and Joey Manu. Um, so, one through five is all Roosters. We've got number six, Luke Keary. Number seven, Mitch Pierce. Mm. Uh, like, he was a rooster. <laughs> yeah. um, eight, nine, and ten, we've got Papali, mm-hmm. Cameron Smith, Adam Fanil Blake, and 11 and 12, Boyd Cordner and Viliami Kikau, with number 13 being Jason Tomalolo. Some weird votes in there, not going to lie. Just the back line of the Roosters, seeing Daniel yeah. Tupo there. Yeah. Uh, Who do you I'm think not... a bit number two is? Did they only... Did, did, hang on. This is a player's poll. Did they only, because of Rona, <laughs> did they only poll the Roosters players? And they just all voted themselves. Like, yeah, yeah, Daniel Tupo. <laughs> Come yeah, on I mean, Come on now. who who would you put in there? Number two. Who is the best number two in the game at the moment? Um, let me think about it. Was that left second. wing? Yes, yeah, left wing. Well, I would have Rod Rader. Uh, Rod Rader. <laughs> <laughs> I would have. In. I would have Sivo in there over him in a heartbeat. Okay. Okay. Number in five. Heartbeat. Number five. Brett Morris. Stand right. Uh, you have maroon coloured glasses on right now? No, I mean, I just said Sivo. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You're right. Uh, I mean, he could he could do what, what Sammy Rodrider did. I would put, <laughs> I would say... I don't know, actually. That's a, it is a tough one. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of good backs at the moment. Um, but who'd, they, who'd, they, who'd they pick? Daniel Tupo, Brett Morris, and then the centres, Josh Morris and Joey Manu. Oh, that's right. Okay. I would have... Actually, it probably sounds bad because I said Sevo on the other wing, but I'd probably pick Blake Ferguson over Tupo. You reckon? Well, I just... Do you know what? Blake's, like, underrated now, weirdly. Yeah, he's not performing as well because they're always going left to to Sevo. They're barely going right to Ferguson. That's... That's true, but you'll find when a kick gets put down, he's all like Blake gets in there and does those dummy half runs, and he always makes meters. He does hundred percent, always make meters. Um, look, I'd say probably Ado Car. I know he plays on the other side, but Ado Car probably he'd be right up there for me. Um, I think Ado Car probably I'd probably have him. I'd have him ahead of Tupo to be honest. Tupo's been good this year, though. I'll give him credit; he's been yeah. good. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's some interesting ones. And I mean, the centers, I would, I'm definitely putting different glasses on here. I'm taking Tony Staggs over anyone. Really? That kid's a monster. He is. He's, he's injured and there's some issues there and he's playing in a shithouse team, let's be real. Yeah. I, the, I think the only center that I'd put above them is probably going to be um, Jared Croker. Jared Croker? Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah, Jared. Yeah, he's underrated too, but... You put Katoni Staggs in any one of those top five teams and he's murdering people outside of like more than what the guys are that are there now. You put, you put Joey Manu, you swap Joey Manu with Katoni Staggs. Yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's the team that you're playing in. 
maybe it helps. yeah of course that helps, helps. oh of course of course look at the storm people turn into stars at the storm and then they disappear when they go somewhere else <laughs> uh brody who <laughs> oh wow oh okay All right. uh, let's get into the let's get into last week last weekend otherwise that we're going to be good. spending a lot of time on that team of the week do yourself a favor. Move on. <laughs> All right. Last week, Thursday night, the Roosters killed the Cowboys. Yeah, they put the hurt on. Wasn't even fair. Wasn't even close. Roosters all day. Yeah. Too easy. How would you be having Brett Morris pull out at the last second during the warm-up, have Ikevalu come in and score five tries? Five tries. It's pretty impressive, hey? <laughs> And like, uh, he wasn't handed them all. He actually did work for some of them. Yeah, he worked for two of the five. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have scored three. There was one there where he literally just had to fall over the line. <laughs> yeah. Was he up against Kyle Felt? Um, I think he was defending Kyle Felt. Uh, yeah, I think, I think there was a few times there, though, where he was up against... Um, what's that dude's name with the Cowboys? It's um, the Ben... Hammer? No, no, no. The oh, um, actually, yeah, you're right. Corey, not Corey Jensen. Uh, no, Ben Hampton. Ben Hampton. That's who it was. Yeah. Was it, ben, I, was it Ben Hampton? Yeah, because I remember seeing his fantasy points at halftime. That's ne- right. Was like negative eight. No, he finished with negative. Yeah. Well, at yeah. halftime, he was negative eight. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was Ben Hampton is who I'm thinking of because he he went on for Valentine Holmes, remember? Yeah. And then and he ended up playing a full half, and I think I think Ikevalu just murdered him. Yeah. Yeah, what a mistake putting um, Valentine Holmes on. Wait, like, risky. You put but, Hammer at fullback, obviously, and they wanted to give uh, Holmes less of a workload. The, the wings have a huge workload. We said that last week, though. Didn't yeah, we I did. say that last week? You did. They put him in there purely because they wanted to nurse him through a couple of games to get his fitness up, get his health up. But it fucking backfired, and now he's out for like eight weeks. Yeah. If you if you if you're Val Holmes, you're pissed off, aren't you? Yeah, I would be. I mean, he's getting paid regardless, but yeah, but that's not what it. It, it I definitely mean, they sucks. All get, they all get paid, but I mean, he's a professional player. Like he wants to be out there. No one yeah. wants to be injured. Nobody wants to be injured. Exactly. Exactly. Friday. Yeah, we had the Titans get a W over the struggling Warriors, sixteen mm-hmm. to twelve. It was a close game at the end, but man, yeah. the Titans. They've won more games this year than they had in the past two years. Yeah. The thing for the Titans is like they're beating the bottom teams like you should. And yeah. so credit credit to them. They've beaten the Bronx. They've now beaten the Warriors. They don't measure up when they, they play beat the anybody. Tigers. That's right. They did. But I mean, like I said, they beat the bottom teams. They... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mr. 14th on the ladder. But when they play... When they play um, Good teams. When they play good teams, they, they get destroyed. They get hammered. Yeah. yeah, I don't think there's a big divide in the in the ladder right now. That top, mm. that top five, you know, even six is strides ahead of everybody else. Yeah, um, we'll get into it very soon. But if you're looking for a cheeky punt, the Titans are paying eight dollars up against the Storm. So. <laughs> yeah, look, mate, it might as well be eighty dollars. They're gonna get fucking. They're gonna get creamed. Promise. Yeah. Chuck a dollar on a day. Yeah. Um, second game of Friday night. Your boys got got beat. 
Yeah, Probably. yeah, the rabbit eyes are too good for us. Eighteen to ten in a very heated battle, though. So, um, so Broncos beat rabbits. Rabbits beat tigers. So Broncos better than tigers. That's how I see it. I mean, we'll find out this weekend. True. <laughs> Shit, maybe I should have said that. <laughs> we'll see the bragging rights. I mean, there's a very there's a very weird team in both sides that are lining up. Mate, um, I saw what you guys did to the Cowboys in the first half. <laughs> if you turn up with that team, we're going to get fucking hammered. Yeah, I can only hope. Um, yeah, it was rough. We had Josh Reynolds kicking, accidentally kicking Campbell Graham in the head. Accidentally? Yeah. Mate, he's got priors, that bloke. <laughs> he does, but like he, he was aiming for the ball and Latrell comes in with a swing and arm and stays on the field. What's yeah. that about? <laughs> yeah, Latrell's an idiot. Mm. He does stupid things like that. Um, he's got to get that out of his game. He's too good to be doing dumb shit like that. Yeah. Um, look, I'm not defending your boy, mate. That kick was not... He does that shit all the time. He's... Yeah. Well, no, this year, he's really cleaned up his game. Him and... Yeah, he hasn't been playing that much. He's only played three or four (laughs) games. He hasn't had a chance. He's... What, his averages are every fourth game he kicks someone? Well, yeah, I guess so. Do you know... Do you know who he reminded me of? He he took a little leaf out of fly kicks. <laughs> There's a new sheriff in town. Him, and his name is Josh Reynolds. <laughs> Josh, Josh Drop Punt Reynolds. We'll, it, <laughs> we'll give him that one. Oh, that's all right. We won't be reading his name this week anyway. That's true. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Saturday. It was, Saturday. It was, a, it was a rough game. Um, Saturday, we had the Panthers absolutely punish the Sharks 56 to 24. With Charlie Staines getting four tries on debut, mm. and then cops a ban for the bubble. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor guy. Um, what do you even say to that? Like, he gets total... four tries, and then all of a sudden he just goes and like he interacts with a bit of the crowd. He um has ten yeah. people at his house. Yeah, yeah. It sucks. I mean, he's... big big moment for the dude. Oh, huge! Doesn't take anything away from the game. It just sucks that he's um that he made that mistake of breaching the biosecurity yeah rules. But, the, but just on the look that aside, that Panthers team mm. they're, they're the real deal, hey? They are. They are. Um, like the Sharks have been a bit hit and miss um, most of this year, but they had a bit of a roll on. And yeah, and they the Panthers slayed the storm. Like. And, and then that first half, the Panthers looked like they could put 70 or 80 on them. It was, it was getting ugly. I mean, they ended up with 56 as it was, but, you know. It would have been time, more because Cleary had, missed kicking. Correct. He started, yeah. um, Stephen Crichton was kicking for a bit and then Cleary came back in the second half to kick and he was missing them still. So, Yeah, so, so Cleary, uh, so overall they went 7 of 10 um, kicking-wise. So it could have been 60 to 24. That's bonkers. Yeah. They, man, the Panthers were real good. I rate them. I'm, I'm certainly, I've started putting putting my bets with them pretty much every week now. Hey, they're a sure thing. Yeah. Um, second game on Saturday. What happened? <laughs> Bronx are back, baby. That's what happened. <laughs> Bronx are back. You see this shirt? You see this shirt? Yeah, Bronx yeah. Are back. Um, Bronx are not back for the record. No, no. Um, we beat the dogs. We've said this already. Uh, not really. Sh- shouldn't be celebrating right now. I think it's just good to get the win. Good to get the monkey off the back. The boys. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We, 
we lose Lexi, which sucks. Um, they got to do something about that rule. I'm not a fan of the cannonball tackle. I know that that one wasn't a cannonball as technically yeah. um, stated, but you know, it, you got to remember if a bloke's standing there and you come in side on and hit his, hit his knee in any way, shape or form, the knee doesn't go that way. It's, yep. And we saw it over the weekend. I think there was three other people that were injured on similar, yeah. similar situations. So they got to stop that. I'm not a fan of that in the slightest. And now Lexi's out for a while. Um, but we'll take we'll take the two points, mate, and hopefully we can build on that and give the boys some confidence and we'll see what yeah, happens. For sure, for sure. First win in how many months? Four months or something? Yeah, yeah. Something Since like that. Pre pre COVID. So we yeah. we we won round one and two and then lost six straight and then got the got the meet got the got the win on this one. Yeah. It was um it was lucky. And then and then Dean Pay, gone. Yep, just like that. Oh man. I, the one player, like it's on the stats at the moment, the player who has the most errors in the game, Dallin Watani Selesniak, honestly, it is f- remarkable how he still, I mean, the dogs need someone in that position, but it's remarkable how he still gets fullback and he mm. still makes all these errors every single game and just doesn't cop anything for it. Who do you I'll, put in place of him, though? Well, Hopawade was there until he, um, he's injured, he got injured, yeah. And mm. um, I'd, I don't know. I'd, pop, I'd put Nick Meany back there. Mm. Well, I don't think there's anything for them to play for, so they might as well just throw some stuff around and try something different. But yeah. Oh, and just before we go off the dogs, uh, I've got two players coming out of de-resignation. De-registration? Right. De- um, yeah, they, de-registration. They won the appeal and yeah. been reinstated. Corey Harawinara comes back and um, Ockenborg comes back a bit later. Mm. Uh, we did have someone debut though for the for the dogs on the weekend. Um, Pommy guy. Oh uh, yeah, Luke Thompson. Luke Thompson, yeah, he comes <laughs> comes in and then cops a ban. <laughs> did you see? Did you see him and Pangai getting into it? Yeah, yeah, they were going was, for it. How's about the Pangai offload? Just just quietly, that was ridiculous. At the end of the game, he's get got like four or five blokes dragging him over the sideline. He gets it free. Pops it back inside. Try time. Yeah. Ridiculous. About time he played like that, eh? Yeah. Tell me. Been a bit hit and miss. But at this point in time, mate, I was five from five in my tipping. I heading wasn't. In, <laughs> heading, in, heading into the Storm Raiders second, the third game of Saturday. Did you tip the Titans over the Warriors? I did. Wow. Big call. Yeah, I did. I thought the tits would get it done. Okay. Okay. Um, third game on Saturday, the Raiders... They lose to the Storm after a pretty big ACL injury to Hodgson. Mm-hmm. Um, 20, to six, 20 to 16. The, 20 to 14. 20 to 14. Sorry, you're right. The, um, I don't know if the Storm let the Raiders come back, but the Raiders managed to come back into it, and they got within a try. Um, mm. But, yeah, it was crazy. I um, was 6 of 6 after this game, just for the record. Wow, what ruined you? I'd love to hear that. Um, the game, the game that ruined me was the last game, Dragons oh, and Manly. How did you feel? I, know, I probably should have just gone Dragons, but I went Manly just because I thought they had a bit more fight in them, and the Dragons suck. Yeah. But the Dragons suddenly don't suck. Don't suck. <laughs> yeah, who, yeah. Who, who knew? <laughs> mm. um, anyway, the Storm Raiders game. Um, yes, I absolutely gutted um, about Josh Hodgson, and I. You got a question now. Can the Raiders 
are they even going to be a title threat? I no, I don't think so. Um, I've heard some on some of the NRL shows that they're probably not going to make the eight. In some people's opinions, no, they'll make the eight. They make the eight. They still got too much class. I think. I think they still make the eight. Yeah. But we'll they see. won't do any. They won't do anything in semifinals. No. Okay. But Storm were good as per usual. Um, clinical as per usual. Did enough to get the win. The Raiders are their bogey side, and you can see why. Twenty fourteen, yeah. and the Raiders were missing half their squad. Yeah. <laughs> um, they still managed to put up a fight. I mean, the Sharks are also a bit of the bogey side for the Storm, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe times have changed. Yeah, well, the way they play seems to disrupt them a bit. But the Storm, you know, they were pretty composed and they didn't have Munster themselves. So they were a couple of blokes short as well, I think. But um, Pappenhausen had a blinder again. Yeah. Um, Cameron Smith did his, did his thing. Um, yeah, they just keep on keeping on. They do indeed. They do indeed. First Sunday. game on Sunday, we have the Eels. Lucky, very lucky to get the win over the Knights in a very low-scoring game, 10-4. to four. Such I thought, a, this, such I thought this was going to be a really good game. It wasn't. It wasn't? I don't think so. I actually didn't enjoy this game. I thought it was a pretty intense game. I um, I watched every second of it going into um, going into that last couple of minutes even. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the Knights weren't as good as they used to be and they really need to get Ponga into the game more. I don't know what the deal is with Ponga at the moment. He's... um. I don't know if he's nursing an injury or if he's just afraid to get tackled, but he's not running the ball as much as he used to. Mm. Um, he's getting like he's just passing a lot, and um, I don't know. I just think he needs to be a bit, bit more selfish, a little bit yeah. more. Fair enough. There's a lot of missed tackles in this game. So Newcastle missed 30 tackles. The Eels missed 25. Yeah. Um, there was 14 errors from each team, so 28 errors. I just yeah, I don't know the. The, the game felt clunky to me and, and um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just, I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought it would to be completely honest, but that's, Hey, that's just one person's opinion. Yeah, of course. And like, even though there was that many tackles, um, there was a, per, there was a the player who only did one missed tackle and I'm leading into something just here. We, this, this guy, this player right here, mm. 66 tackles still managed to get a try assist and a line break assist and plenty of kick meters, and he's just an all-around hard worker. And this for Marnie? that, this is the golden D this week goes to Reed Marnie. Reed Marnie. Reed and, Marnie. And re-signed. Till yes, yes. A couple more years. Absolute gun. Um, he's, I reckon he's very underrated still. Um, people How don't have you, him in. Hang on, hang on. How many fucking tries does Ikevalu have to score for you to give <laughs> like a golden D? Well, he seriously, Ikevalu's at home listening to this. He's going to listen to this and go, "What the fuck have I got to do?" <laughs> seriously, seven <laughs> needs seven tries. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Yeah, I mean, and it was it was a very difficult golden D to give this week. I um, as soon as that first game happened, I wanted to give it to Tedesco because he was in everything. Um, but I thought I'd watch the rest of the games. I'll see how we go. And even Pat, Patrick Carrigan almost got it until um, until this Eels game. And Reid Marnie just he continuously shows up. He's improving so much. His kicking game, his um, his um, 
fifth play kicks. Mm. He just getting those repeat sets. He just he knows what he's doing. He's just he's getting better and better. And um, when it does come down to Origin, as much as I rate Harry Grant, I think Reid Marnie's probably going to get it this year. I can't see them giving it to Harry Grant on his debut year. I mean, they could. They very well could. Depends. I'm not Kevin Walters, but... Um, I could be wrong, but didn't Cameron Smith get it on his debut year? I'm not too sure. It's um, probably before my, before my time of looking into NRL as deep as I do now. Might have to have a look at that myself. <clears throat> um, and as you do look that up, I will quickly go over the Sunday. The last game on Sunday, we had the Dragons... Um, ruin your tipping <laughs> and get the big win over a, um, a very injured Manly side. 34-4. to four. Um, Man, Dufty has found some kind of form. It is ridiculous. Yeah, they've unlocked him. Him and Lomax have been huge. Yeah, yeah, Lomax, man. He, um, he continuously shows up, even at centre. Um, started the year at fullback and Dufty not in the side. And then they moved him to centre. Dufty comes in. Ben Hunt was actually really good in the number nine jersey. And um, I, I, I don't know. I, I've always not rated Ben Hunt as a number nine. I still give it a few more weeks before I give a valid opinion on it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, him in the number nine jersey and uh, Cam McInnes, 13 jersey, they – I don't know how Cam does it. He's playing well under his um, – well below his um, his weight class. Yeah. He keeps on putting in the big hits and he gets the job done for the Dragons. I think, they've, I think they're building something. They, they, found, they seem to have found a solution to their attack is what's happened. They've unlocked their attack a little bit with Clune and moving Hunt into the hooking role. Yeah. You know, moving Cam McInnes, as you said, into the, into the lock spot. Yeah. Um, yeah, it seems to have unlocked them, doesn't it? Which is like their their attack, which is, you know, to be honest, in the, in the early goings, that was their biggest issue is that they they offered zero in attack. Teams yeah. were just like welcoming them, welcoming, welcoming them. <laughs> yeah. That again. Um, you know, so that's certainly in the last few weeks, you can see that they've, they've, um, they've certainly started to put some, put some points on the board. Indeed. Indeed. And yeah, I mean, it sucks that this team let you down. Um, this was my second, my second loss of the um, tipping. I lost mm. on the Warriors, and then I also lost on the Dragons. Yeah. So for the record, Cameron Smith debuted in two thousand and two. Yep. He only played two games though, so okay. technically, technically, his rookie season was two thousand and three. Yep. And he debuted in Origin in two thousand and three. In the number nine jersey. Um, good question. Uh, let me just see. He so interestingly is when he debuted for the Storm, um, he played in. Uh, he played the, the, both games. He played at halfback. Yeah, <laughs> and then yes, two thousand and three, he was the Storm's hooker. Um, wow, there you go. Yeah, and then in two thousand and three, the Queensland team were without a special hooker after experimenting with different players in the position for the first two matches of 03. And losing both games, they named Smith in the number nine jersey for the third match. For the next six years, no other player wore the nine jersey for the Maroons until um, he was out to, to injury. Um, so he played 19 straight origins as the number nine. Jeez. And he was rookie of the year for the Storm in 2003, played origin game three. So you look, 
Marnie's in what his second year? Ah, uh, yeah. So you know he's already played more games than what Cam did when Cam made his debut. That's true. That's true. I'm not. I mean, I'm not saying that he's better, but oh, sorry, we're talking about Harry Grant. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that'd be so. In saying that, though, if Harry plays the rest of this year and then because Origins at the end of the year this year, he will have still played more than yeah. Cam Smith did. Um, so I guess it is possible for Harry to be picked. Um, I, I mean, as I said, it's still early, early, early days at the moment. But I do. I would rate Reed Marnie in the Queen, in the number nine Queensland jersey. I'm not a Queenslander, but I just think that he. It deserves a run, at least. Yeah, I, I wouldn't argue either way, to be honest. I thought Reed should have been there last year. Yeah. Indeed. Shall we get into the the week to come? Let's do it. Thursday night. Roosters Raiders. At yep. the Sydney Cricket Ground. Yeah. NRL just, returns to the SCG. Just for the record, the Roosters do not lose at the Sydney Cricket Ground. Mm. Their record there is primo. Um I'll go through team list. Yeah, go for it. Teddy, fullback. Uh, Ikevalu gets to remain on the wing. Uh, Brett Morris comes back in. Um, Josh Morris and Joey Manu in the centres. Luke Keary, Kyle Flanagan in the halves. Waria Hargreaves in the eight. Jake Friend in the nine. Takiyahu in 10. Boyd Cordner returns in 11. Angus Crichton in 12. Nat Butcher in the 13. Interchange is Lachlan Lamb, um, Satili Tupanua in the 15, Mitch Orbison and Lindsay Collins round out the 17. So Brett Morris, as I said, comes back on the wing in place of Ryan Hall. Uh, Boyd Cordner's back, um, which pushed Orbison to the bench. Um, and yeah. Faumasili, uh, uh, he obviously goes into the reserves now, so he probably won't get a run this week. Uh, for the Canberra Raiders, uh, Nickel Klockstad at the back, Kotrick and Rapana on the wings, Jerry Croker, Michael Oldfield uh, at the centres. I don't think there's any changes there. Jack White and George Wooms in the halves, Papali up front, Havili in the nine, Dinamis Louis in ten, Hudson Young, Elliot Whitehead and Tarpany round out the back row. 14 is Tom Starling, 15 Kai O'Donnell. Ryan Sutton gets the 16 and Curtis Scott is also on the bench and obviously no Hodgson there. So Havili gets his shot. He does. Um, Bailey Simonson is also out. Mm. Um, so Havili and Rapin are, are there and Tom Stalin, Curtis Scott come into the interchange um, and Tarpany on the lock, which is, which is good. I think that's a good squad. Yeah. I think, um, I think Sticky's going to play Havili in number nine for maybe 30 minutes or maybe 25 minutes. And then he's going to bring Tom Starling in um, mm. to see how he goes in the, in the hooking position. Um, but yeah, it's crazy to believe that to think this is a grand final rematch, mm. but you, the Raiders doesn't, don't stand doesn't, a chance. Doesn't feel like it, does it? No. The, the, well, and the, the odds makers agree. They've got the Roosters $1.23 favorites and the Raiders are outsiders at $4.20. Oof. Yeah, um, um, Roosters. Yeah, Roosters by heaps. Ryan yeah. Hall, poor Ryan Hall. He um played in the Super League, absolute try scoring machine. Comes into a Roosters team, you'd think he'd be getting points on the wing. They go to Ikevalu five, five times. Mm. Poor Ryan Hall gets denied a try at the end of the week, and then gets dropped the next week <laughs> just because Ikevalu did so well. Yeah, can't argue. No, you can't. You can't. 
they've got the first game on Friday Friday evening. Um, Storm versus Titans at Seabus. Um, no, sorry, Sunshine Coast Stadium, not Seabus. Sunshine Coast Stadium. Yep. Are, you, are you going to this game? I'm not, no. Unfortunately, I would have liked to. I think it would be yeah. a cracker. Yeah, I think I'm going to next week's uh, Storm Knights game. Nice. Um, but the, the, Storm, the Storm are lining up with Pappenhausen at the back, Momorowski and Josh Adokar on the wings, um, Justin Olam and Branko Lee in the centres, with Cam Munster coming back into the team, um, partnering Jerome Hughes in the halves. The forwards consist of big Brandon Smith, the cheese block, uh, Cam, Cam Smith, the number nine, uh, Christian Welch, uh, Felice Kafusi comes back from the injury. Um, Kenny Bromwich and Dale Finucane in the 13 jersey with Chris Lewis. Um, Tino is still in the interchange, but I don't know how long he'll stay there for. Um, Marion Sevi and Nelson Sofa Solomona. Um, I don't know if they're going to just not have Riley Jackson in the team this week. I'm not too sure what's happening there. Mm. Um, I'd say he's the lucky, unlucky one you know, out yeah. there. Um, the Titans are lining up with Corey Thompson at the back with Anthony Don and Tremaine Spry on the wings. Brian Kelly and Philip Samio in the centres, which is the first time Philip Samio's played in the centre. Um, uh, Ash Taylor and Jamal Fogarty in the halves. The forwards consist of Fotoweka, Aaron Clark still keeps that number nine jersey. Jamin Joliffe, Bo Femor, um, Keegan Hipgrave, um, and Jai Arrow. Uh, <laughs> what did we call him last week? Uh, um, hip Thrust Hipgrave. That's right. Yeah, That's yeah. him. Keegan Hip Thrust Hipgrave. <laughs> uh, the interchange is Tanner Boyd, Tyrone Peachy, Sam Lasone, and Jared Wallace. Poor Sam Stone misses out. Um... And Bryce Carwright's also not even in the 21. So, do you want to make a bet on this one? Titans. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'll I'll see a score one. How are you going to do a bet on this one? The Storm or a $1.07? Scoreline. I want to see the scoreline. What do you got? Okay. Okay. If you get the scoreline exact, I'll eat my hat. Like, actually eat it? I don't have a hat. Um, we'll get you a hat. Yeah, we'll get a hat and I'll eat it. Okay. Ooh, that makes me want to really think about it now. <laughs> okay, Storm 36, Titans 12. Whoa, you reckon the Titans are going to get two tries over the Storm? Yeah. It's a big call. Big call. Um, yeah. I'm going to say... I'm going to say 22 to 20. <laughs> 22 to 20 I, I just have a feeling I just got a feeling It's going to be an ambush At Sunny Coast Stadium Maybe Maybe How good is it That it's going to be At Sunny Coast Stadium That's so good Yeah um, You want to Start us off On that Second Friday game Yeah Actually just quickly I wanted to just mention too That, Man- that Munster returning Is it's funny because literally last week there was rumours he would return, right? Yeah. But on but on three sixty, I think it was they had him on there, and he said three to four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, "What the hell?" Well, I mean, Harry Grant said, yeah. "You got my word." Oh, oh. maybe yeah. it's a thing that Storm players lie. Right, mate. 
<laughs> moving on, moving on. Uh, this is game of the round. <laughs> <laughs> Tigers versus the Broncos. Uh, Tigers, Adam Dewey at the back. No surprise there. Tommy Talao on the wing uh, with Noel Faluma. Um, Chris Lawrence and Moses Mbai in the centres. What do you Chris think of Lawrence? Lawrence? What do you think of Lawrence being in the centres? I mean, he started off his career in the centres. Maybe he'll finish it in the career. He finished his career in the centres. He doesn't have... He's got no wheels anymore. No, no. I mean, although his defence is good. so Can can defend. Give him that. Um, Billy Walters is your new number six. Yeah. Um, Because of drop punt Reynolds, he's he's suspended. Um, Benji Marshall slots into the seven jersey. Look, yeah, Benji's back. Crazy times. Um, Josh Alloway is in the eight. Harry Grant, if you haven't heard of him, he's in the nine. Yeah, yeah, I think I've heard of him. Russell Packer in the 10, Luke Garner, 11, Luciano Leilua in 12, and Matthew Eisenhuth in 13. The bench, Sam McIntyre gets his 14 jersey. Thomas McKayley in 15, Luke Brooks in 16. Wearing the 16 jersey. 17, Chris McQueen. Yeah, plays his first game since August last year. Interesting. Uh, on the Bronx side of things, we've got Tessie New in fullback spot, Japan Sarko and Xavier Coates in the wings. Herbie Farnworth stays there in the centres with Darius. Darius Bulletproof Boyd. <laughs> um, Anthony Teflon Milford in the six. Brody Croft in the seven. <laughs> uh, Tavita Pengai in the eight. Isaac Luke in the nine jersey. Payne Haas in 10. Big game from Payne last week. Ben T.O. gets a run in the starting squad. In the he does. Jersey. He replaces Alex Glenn. Yeah. Leave the first time in eight years that he's been in the starting side for the Broncos. Not that he's been there all eight years. <laughs> um, Corey Oates in the 12. Patrick Carrigan in 13. Corey Pax off the bench. Thomas Flegler, Jamil Hopawati, and Joe Offerhangawi is back from yeah. suspension. Um, I don't believe that that's going to be the final team. Um, me, me either. Yeah, they've been saying that um, Herbie Farnsworth is most likely not going to play due to a calf injury, or he didn't make it through training. Um, and Richie, Richie Kenner was playing. Yeah, was um playing play there. Yep. Uh, ben Tio obviously gets that start. Um, for some reason, Tom did and still not in the team. Yeah, it's a bit um, weird. It is. It is um, Turpin so, shouldn't be too far away. So, random, random fun fact. Yeah. The match officials. Yes. Adam G is the referee. Uh huh. No idea who that is. Okay. Brian Norrie is the review official. Mm-hmm. Jared Maxwell is the senior review official. Yeah. I've heard of both of those guys. Touch judge, Tim Roby. Yep. The other touch judge, Ziggy. Ziggy? Ziggy, and I can't for the life of me pronounce his hyphenated last name. It's like P-R-Z-E-K-L-A-S-A. So it's like Prezeklasar. Okay, okay. Adamski. Adamski. So Prezeklasar Adamski. (laughs) Ziggy, but my boy Ziggy. He's a good, really good touchy. Yeah, yeah. He'll, um, He'll probably give you the win too. (laughs) <laughs> no, so let's just quickly talk about this Tigers team. 
Um, okay. Billy Walters comes in, which is great. It's good to see ben- Billy Walters there. Benji Marshall gets the seven jersey. Luke Brooks has been pushed to the bench. Um, Luke Brooks is shit, mate. No surprises. No, no, no. His defense... He's underperformed. He's he underperformed has. this year. He has. You're right. He has underperformed. But his attack has not been terrible. It's not been great either. No. I actually love this move by Madge. I think yeah. this, is, this, is a, this is one of those... You're not just going to coast into this team every single week moment for him. Yeah. No, and it's, it's good to see. It's great to see a team, um, a coach actually laying down the law and no player is safe. What um, would we say this about the Bronx all this time? Yeah. Accountability. Mm. He holds them accountable, mate. Madge is good. Oh, no, yeah, he's, he's definitely good. The only thing is, and I'm going to be tipping the Broncos this week, I do believe that they're going Stop to get it. a win. No, 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 no. Just hear me it. out. Hear me this out. is reverse psychology at its no, best it's right now. No, it's, it's not. It's um, <laughs> the Tigers <laughs> have only won a single game with Russell Packer starting. What's that Leichhardt? Doesn't matter. There's barely a crowd. Mm. Oh, look... Oh. You dollar fifty two favorites Bronx for two dollars fifty five and Chris McQueen. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's it's interesting. Yeah, yeah Bronx by a hundred. Bronx by a hundred. Nah, <laughs> I'm going to go Bronx by. I mean, a solid a solid two tries. Are you going to tip the Broncos in your tipping comp? I already have Broncos. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Hand hand in your Tigers membership, sir. No, 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 no. I bet with my head, not my heart. Oh, that's probably why you're beating me on the tipping comp. <laughs> um, actually, I think we're equal. Yeah, um, we are. Um, anyway, I'm going to go Bronx as well, but that's because I'm tipping with my heart. Oh, okay. Okay. It <laughs> might pay off this week. No, I, I, do believe, I don't believe the Tigers can get it done, even though we're at Leichhardt. Um, I think it's going to be very unfortunate. Russell Packer's probably going to find himself in a bit of, bit of fire with TPJ. Most yeah, likely. that'll be awesome. That'll be awesome. <laughs> that'll be awesome. You guys have played way better than us this year, though. So I'd be we surprised. Have. I'd we be have. surprised if you don't beat us. Yeah, I mean, hopefully Billy Walters can be like an absolute masterclass. If Billy Walters and Harry Grant combine, oh, fireworks! Fireworks. Maybe. maybe. All right, Saturday Dragons Dogs. Yes, I'll um I'll go through the same list for you. Um, at the back, it's actually at Wollongong as well. Just so you know. Um, at the back for the Dragons, Matt Dufty, Jason Saab comes in replacing an injured Jordan Pereira, um, and Mike McKay, Mr. Rava Lava on the other wing. <laughs> uh, Ewan Aiken Mr. and Zach, Lo- <laughs> Zach Lomax in the centres. Corey Norman played an all right game last week, um, partnering Adam Clune, who has just been an absolute gun for for the Dragons. Um, the forwards, Blake Laurie is starting at number eight with Ben Hunt starting number nine. Uh, Paul Vaughan, Tyson Frizzell, Tarek Sims, and in the 13 jersey, Cam McInnes. Um, with the interchange being Trent Merrin, Josh Kerr, Tyrell Fuimayano, and Jackson Ford. Um, Tristan Saylor still can't get a run. Um, Corbin Sims is in the reserves coming back from injury. Um, and as I said, Jordan Pereira is out. Um, the dogs, however, and I, I don't know, I've just, I've just called it somehow. <laughs> Nick Meany in the fullback jersey. Um, Dallin Martinez-Lesniak and Christian Crichton on the wings. 
with Carrot Holland and Marcel Montoya in the centres. Um, I guess the new interim coach has decided to mix up the halves once again. Um, Kieran Foran is partnering Lachlan Lewis, who comes back into the team. Um, the forwards, Aidan Tolman. Uh, in number nine jersey, you've got Jeremy Marshall King. And then um, rounding out the forwards, you've got Dylan Napa, Josh Jackson, Raymond Faitalamarina, and Luke Thompson has been named. So depending if he um, gets the downgrade on his charge, I think it's tonight the judiciary happens. Yeah. I'm not too sure. Um, the interchange is Sione, Kato- Sione Katoa, um, Suaso Su, uh, Tuamanga, and Ofehigi Ogden with Dean Britt missing out. And Jake Avarillo is um, he's also under a COVID. He breached COVID as well. Yeah. Um, who you got for this game? I mean, you could flip a coin for this, but I think the Dragons are probably going to be a bit too good for it. Yeah, it has to be Dragons. It has to be. Although, Nick Meany at fullback, finally taking DWZ out of there, which means the errors are going to drop down a bit. <laughs> um, That's one, one positive for them. I don't is. think they've got the firepower. They haven't got the points in them. No, you're right. Um, for a point of difference, though, I'm going to go Bulldogs. I'm going to go Bulldogs by... Bulldogs by six. Will you do dogs in your tipping, though? Um, yeah, I think I will. I don't remember who I, who I tipped, actually. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Um, second game, Saturday. 5.30pm, for those wondering. Uh, rabbits I, I did tip the versus... dragons. <laughs> <Whoops. laughs> uh, rabbits versus the Knights. Um, expecting a close one here. The tipsters have got the Rabbits at $1.85. The Knights, $1.95. Um, team lists. Alex Johnston, fullback for the Rabbits, with Jackson, Paulo, and Corey Allen in the wing positions. Um, James Roberts, Dan Gogai in the centres. Cody Flykick Walker in the six. Flykick. Adam Reynolds in the seven. Tavita Totola, Totola yeah, uh, in the eight. Damien Cook at nine. Thomas Burgess in ten. Jaden Sewer in eleven. Ethan Lowe in twelve. Cameron Murray rounds out the lock position. Mark Nichols is free to play. He is. Um, uh, Seely in 15, Bailey Sirinan in 16, Patrick Mago in 17. Just quickly, Harmaselli has been an absolute gun for them in the past few rounds. Yeah, he has. Uh, he's a good player. Mm. Um, the Knights, they've got Caleb Ponger at back. Um, Anari Tuala in the two jersey. Partnering him on the other side of the field is Heimel Hunt. Uh, Bradman Best and Tata Moga gets the run in the centres. I think he started on the wing last week. Yeah. Um, probably why they lost. <laughs> well past it in my eyes. Um, Ever since he left Kurt, the Broncos. Kurt Mann and Mitch Pierce in the halves. They've been pretty strong for the most part. Clemmer in the eight jersey. Maka gets the run at nine. Jacob Saifidi in 10. Aiden Guerra in 12. Herman S.A.S.A has just signed with the Gold Coast Titans. Is it official? It's official. Yeah, nice. And he's 13 for the Knights. Connor Watson off the bench, Mitch Barnett, um, Pasami Salo, and Sioni Matatie rounds out the interchange. Yes, Tex Hoy makes way for Connor Watson. It's good to see Connor Watson back, but I do miss seeing... I will miss seeing Tex Hoy. Tex, your, your, your boy Tex Hoy? Yeah. Um... 
I mean, you can't have both of them in there. I mean, and yeah, I mean, Texel, he's got some errors in his game, unfortunately. Yeah, he's not there yet. He's, he's young. Yeah. But as a, yeah, once again, good to see Connor Watson back. Who you got, Rabbits or the Knights? Fifth versus sixth. I'm going to go Knights. Um, they're going to be fuming after that last game. And they, they got to bounce back. They got to bounce back. And this, Kalen Ponga needs to be in everything. This one's back post as well. Mm. Yeah, got? I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to go rabbits. To be honest, I'm really on the fence with this one. Um, yeah, I'm purely just going to go rabbits on form. That's my only reasoning. Yeah, and I, the rabbits are looking pretty good. And maybe with Latrell not being there, they won't have as many um, many errors. Um, Alex Johnston, Alex Johnston's he'll do a job. He'll yeah, do a job back there. He, he's a good fullback. Yeah. All right. Last game, Super Saturday. Yeah, last game for Super Saturday. We have the Sea Eagles versus the Eels at Lotto Land. Um, the the Sea Eagles, man. So many injuries. Um, yeah. Brendan Elliott in the fullback with George Tafua and Ruben Garrick on the wing um, with Brad Parker and Moses Suley in the centres. Cade Cust is partnering uh, Daddy Cherry Evans. The forwards consist of Paseca. Danny Levi still gets that number nine jersey. Um, Mike Powell, Joel Thompson, Curtis Sirinan, and Jake Trevojevic round out 13. With the interchange being Lachlan Croker, uh, Jack... Go- Go- I think they pronounce it Gajewski. They do, yeah. Um, Sean Kepi and Corey Waddell. Um... Man, they're running out of players, eh? <laughs> yep. Yep, yep. Uh, the Eels are lining up identical to what they were last week with Clint Gutherson at the fullback, with Mike Acevo and um, Blake Ferguson on the wings, Michael Jennings and Wonga Blake in the centres, with Dylan Brown and Jai Field in the halves. Um, in the number eight jersey, Regan Campbell-Gillard. Number nine, Reed Marnie for president. Um, <laughs> the current goal. Harry the, no, Harry. No, it was Caitlin Ponga for president, I think. That's right. Um, but yeah, Reed Marnie is the current Golden D. Um, number eight is Junior Paulo. Eleven, twelve, and thirteen is Sean Lane, Ryan Madison, and Nathan Brown. Um, the interchange: David Gower, uh, Stefano Utoikamanu. <laughs> and Brad Takarangi uh, with uh, Daniel Alvaro. George Jennings is still in the reserves, um, but that is basically it. Just um, realised that I get to call the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Eels by how much? <laughs> power by as many as you like. Yeah. Yeah, the power, power will be too good. I think Manly will stand up with this game. I just think the pride, it's at Lotto Land. I just think a bit of pride in their jersey, they're that type of team. They'll have a point to prove, being that it's power and they only just lost them last time in an Alvider. I do think Manly will put up a decent fight. I think power are going to be too good. Do you know when um when Fainu comes back? No, I don't. I don't know how long he was out for after that nightclub incident. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure actually. Because that's what they're missing. The Manly are missing a number nine that isn't Danny Levi. Yeah, I yeah, they're missing talent in general. They're they're really low on troops right now. Oh, of course, of course. 
Um, who'd you back? Para? Oh, yeah, yeah. Para by a landslide. Mm. I think it's good. Whereas a lot of land, I, as much as it's not Bank West, I think they're going to put a big number on the Seagulls. Yeah, okay. They're playing confident, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, Sunday, 2 p.m., we have the Warriors versus the Sharks. Um, two of us are Sheck at fullback. Uh, Fusatua and Kemba Marlowe on the wings. Patrick Herbert, Peter Hiku in the centres. Cody Nikarima in the six. Blake Green in the seven. Uh, Jermaine Tanua Brown in eight. Wade Egan gets the nine jersey. Adam Blair in ten. Uh, has just been told retire or go elsewhere next season mm-hmm. despite having a uh, I think it's in his favour a contract in his favour for next year um, Katoa in 11, Toho Harris in 12 Carl Lawton in 13 Ignatius Parsi first off the bench Jack Hetherington in 15 Papa Leahy in 16 and Jazz Tabaga in 17 no Chanel Harris Tavita nope. no Lachlan Burr she on the bench there. Um, Sharks, the big out for them is Andrew Fafita. Um, they line up as Josh Dugan in the one, um, Katoa in two, um, Mulatalo in five, Raymond and Goodwin are the three and four centred pairing. Sean Johnson in six, Chad Townsend in seven, uh, Braden Hamlin, Ueli in the eight jersey, Blake Braley in nine, Aaron Woods in the ten, Nakora. Graham Wade, that is, and Toby Rudolph round out the back back row. Yep. Connor Tracy in the 14 jersey, Scott Sorensen, um, Talakai in the 16 jersey, and Royce Hunt in the 17. Hmm. Oh, this game is... You would expect Sharks to win it. Um, but Yeah, they're the favourites as well. I, I think Sharks. I think Sharks by 14. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I might, I might go with the Warriors. Um, they've got Alessia Katoa back, which is nice. Um, they're looking stronger and stronger. Uh, yeah, I, I think, I think the Warriors are going to clinch this. Okay. It'd be a close game, but I think yeah. a, uh, a runaway try from RTS score, scoring. He only scored his first try this year last week. <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty crazy. Um, Warriors by six. Okay. That's fair. All right. Last game Sunday. Last game on Sunday. We have probably a massive scoring game. Uh, the Panthers versus the Cowboys at Panthers Stadium. Um, the Panthers are lining up pretty much exactly like they were, except for one out due to the COVID bu- bubble burst. Um, Dylan Edwards at the back with Josh Mansour and Bretton Naden on the wings. Uh, Dean Fare and... Christian, uh, Stephen Crichton in the centres, Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary in the halves. Uh, the forwards consist of James Tamo. Happy Coruscant is still killing it in the number nine jersey. Um, James Fisher-Harris, Viliami Kikau, Liam Martin and Isaiah Yo in the 13 jersey. Uh, the interchange is Tyrone May, Spencer Leneu, um, Moses Leota and Billy Burns. Um... I really want to see Malachi Watenis Lesniak get a run again, but it's probably not going to happen anytime soon. But poor Charlie Staines, obviously not making the cut due to his his error there. Um, the Cowboys have the hammer at fullback still. 
uh, Kyle Felt and Justin O'Neill starting on the wings with uh, Lemilieu and Ethan Masters in the centres. Uh, Mitch Dunn is actually partnering Jake Clifford in the halves, which is interesting. Mm. Um, who was there last week? Oh, Scott Drinkwater, that's right. Drinkwater, yeah. Um, the forwards consist of the biggest grub in the game, Josh Maguire. Oh. Um, <laughs> the uh, Reese Robson, who's absolutely killing it as well. Um, Francis Molo, Shane Wright, Cohen Hess, and Jason Tomololo. Um, the interchange being Asai, uh, Gilbert, Gavin Cooper, and Ben Hampton. Um, but yeah, I do want to say that Josh Maguire is the biggest grub in the game. <laughs> the most, my personal most disliked player. Right. Okay. Um, also, just before we cover off the rest of that game and speak about it, um, Finu, Manasse Finu, uh, for the Seagulls. Obviously, he was stood down, uh, no fault clause, um, because he obviously got locked up in jail for yeah. his uh, nightclub incident. And on the seventh of the seventh, it's come out that he's going to be fighting the um, fighting charges, which is I don't know if he if he's um, if he's okay if he gets through it, then maybe he'll be up for selection in a couple of weeks' time. Who knows? Who knows? Interesting. Interesting. Very. Um, but yeah, back to the back to the Panthers Cowboys. Who are you thinking? Uh, Panthers by plenty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, are we going to see another fifty-six, potentially sixty-point? Probably. Yeah. 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 And, um, I would say probably the same as well. Which is pretty crazy. Like when you look at the Cowboys team, yeah. it's not a bad team. There's some lopsided. Like Very I said true. to you, the top five or six, it's just too far apart. Is it because Jason Tomalo is on too much money? No. No? No, they're just not performing. Okay. Um, when's Michael Morgan back? Do you know? No idea. No idea. Should be interesting to see him see when he comes back. Uh, but yes, it's going to be a very, very interesting round. Do you have a, um, a hot take for the week? Paul Green in hot water. Yeah. If they get toasted. If they get toasted, potentially getting boiled there. I think there might be some some question marks on him. Yep, definitely some question marks. Um, Who you got? Uh, Wait, for the Panthers game or just in general? Hot take. No, hot take. Hot take. Um, My hot take is going to be... (laughs) Um... Who's, who who do you predict will get your golden D this week? Oh, the the golden D prediction. Mm. Um, the golden D prediction. Probably. Oh boy, that's difficult. I'm gonna say Charles Nickelcockstat. Um, I think he's gonna be like the Roosters are gonna win, but I think he's gonna be an absolute shining light. Um, for the Raiders and really step up his his game. He hasn't been as good this year as he was last year. Um, yeah, okay. But I'm calling it. Charles Nickel-Clockstad. Okay. Yep. Um, before we go, I know we're probably already over time. but ah, it's um, not too bad. I just thought there was a couple of things. Probably take five minutes, just have a bit more chat about that player poll. Um, yeah. There was a few interesting things that come out of that that we haven't discussed. Um, I know, obviously, you mentioned the team 
yes. that, that the players voted on the team, um, which is which is obviously contentious, but the players probably know better than us fans. I mean, they're the guys that are battling in week in, week out. So, yeah. um, you know, it is what it is, them, them picking that. Um, but something that I thought was interesting was there was things like, so we'll just run through a couple of different things for you and then you just give me your take. Yep. Um, best coach in the NRL? Craig Bellamy. Craig Bellamy is no longer. Oh, best coach. Hold on, hold on. So Brad, Brad Arthur. It's got to be Brad Arthur. No, Trent Robinson. Oh, yeah. I mean, fair so, enough. So Bellamy's the last two years has been the leading vote getter. Um, interestingly, this year, Trent Robinson got it, 24%. Craig Bellamy was second. Wayne Bennett third. Your boy Brad Arthur did not get a mention in the top five. Bruh, that's rough. Poor guy. Robinson, Bellamy, Bennett, Cleary, O'Brien. Adam O'Brien. Wow. So best captain? Oh, it's if it's Cam Smith, isn't it? Yep. Damn it. And it has been. It yeah. was last year too. Yeah. Um, who is the most impressive rookie of twenty twenty? Oh, Harry Grant, landslide. So interestingly, can you name 2019's? Uh, 2019's rookie? Yeah. Mike Acebo? He was second. Oof. Brighton Nakora was first. Oh, yeah, Brighton Nakora, of course. Yeah. Um, so this year, the most impressive rookie so far, they 43% say Harry Grant. Yeah. Bradman Best, 26%, was number two. Yeah, he's been all right for those three rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, best buy of the year? Harry Grant. Okay. Harry Grant, yeah. Yeah. Horacell was second. Josh Morris, third. Yeah. Um, Josh Morris is a good buy. Um, who is the most damaging tackler in the NRL? Ooh. Now, now Dylan Napa has won this the last two years in a row. Okay. I think I know who it's going to be. Yep. Is it the Inflictor? Yep. It is Victor the Inflictor? Yep. And George Tafur. Him and George Tafur were 40% and 38%. Um, I rate that hardest player to tackle in the NRL. If it's not Payne Haas, I don't know who it is. I would have, yeah, I think Payne Haas should be up there. I think David Fafita is probably another one. Oh, yeah. From the oh, wait, is it just Jason Tomalolo? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Tomalolo has won it three years straight now. That, that kind of makes sense. He's pretty hard to tackle. Yeah. So the second, so Tomalolo was 52%. So pretty, pretty overwhelming. Yeah. Um, Asafa Solomona was second. Um, Billy, Arm, Billy Army Kikar was third. Two of us, Ashek was fourth. Kalen Ponga was fifth. Wow. Yeah. Um, the best sledger in the NRL. Sledger. So Will Chambers got this in 2019. He's retired. Wait, 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 wait. wait. But did Will Chambers play last year? Correct. Yeah, the yeah, whole season? Was, yeah, he was at the storm. No, in the back half of the year, I think he lost his spot. Okay. Um, biggest, uh, probably Josh Maguire. Yep. He was number one. Yeah. Absolute um, tool bag. Who do you think will win the 2020 daily M medal? Um, Jason Tamalolo is 52% of the votes this year. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Tedesco second, Harry Grant third, Cleary fourth, Cam Smith and Gufferson tied for fifth. Mm. I would, I, would, I hope get, Gufferson gets it, mm. uh, but he probably won't. Apart from your team, who will win the 2020 Premiership? The players voted the Roosters 46%. Yeah. The Eels 30%. Yeah. Now, this is the one that I find interesting. If you had to leave your club, which team would you want to sign with? 
uh, eels or oh eels, panthers or roosters, I reckon. Yep. So last year, 2019 votes, roosters were number one at 27%. The Storm at 15%, Broncos at 15%, the Rabbits at 9%, Titans at 8%. <laughs> in, in 2020, roosters, 23%. Broncos, 17%. So despite us being right at the bottom of the ladder this year, we are still the second most desirable club in the NRL. That's mind-blowing. Storm third, Knights fourth, and the no, Sea. I, I believe that. Yeah, math weird, manly. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting. A couple other quick ones that will run through. If you were starting up a new NRL team, who's the first player you would sign? No surprises, James Tedesco. Yeah. Um, team that you love to beat, Broncos were the top. Um, was that 2020, Broncos top? Yeah. Yep. yeah. Last year was Storm, then Roosters, then Broncos. This year it's Broncos, Roosters, Eels, Storm, Rabbits. Oh, there you go. Uh, who do you think will win Origin? Um, 42% say New South Wales 2-1. Oh, okay. Um, which player most deserves to make his debut? Luke Keary got it last year. He got it again this year. Mm. Um, this one was a little more... He very well could He could be... Um... Luke Keary, Keary and Cleary in the halves. I can see that happening. Yeah, me too. Um, should the NRL introduce a standalone state of origin period in the middle of the season? 59% said yes. 41% said no. Hmm. Is there enough talent to cater for a 17th team in the NRL? Overwhelmingly, 83% say yes. Yeah, there is. There's low talent on the bench, in the interchange, uh, sorry, in the reserves. Um, even rookies that but I'm barely making it. I, I believe yeah. that they could probably get another team going. Yep, I'm fine with that. Um, where should the NRL's next team be based? Next new team? Brisbane, 49% of the votes. Um, I think I mentioned it the other day um, that a um, Pacific Island team somewhere. Yeah, okay. So in the voting for this, so last year, just to give you guys, give the, the listeners some context to it all. In 2018, Perth were the highest rated at 27%. Brisbane at 26%, New Zealand 15%, Fiji 11%. Um, in 2019, Perth were 41%, Brisbane 18%, then Wellington, then Central Coast, then Central Queensland. This year, it was Brisbane overwhelmingly 49%. Yeah, Perth, wow. Perth got 80% of the votes, Central Coast got 12%, Wellington got 5%, and Fiji got 5%. I think, think, PN, so. I think PNG before Fiji, but I could be... Oh no! Actually, nah. That's sorry. Scrap that. I think PNG. <laughs> I think PNG is awesome. They're in the Q Cup, but they're yeah. They're probably not ready for for the NRL yet. Yeah. Um. This one, <laughs> on a scale of one to five, how would you rate the performance of the referees in twenty twenty? For third straight year, it's the votes have improved. So in eighteen, they said two point six out of five. Ugh. Uh, in nineteen, they said three point one out of five. And in 2020 so far, they're saying 3.35 out of 5. Yeah, wow. Um, do you agree with the referees? Sorry, do you agree with the NRL's decision to go back to one referee? No, it's a good thing. 49% said yes, they agree. 37% say they don't care. <laughs> and 15% said no. wonder who that 15% is. Yeah. On a scale of one to five, how would you rate the performance of the new NRL administration compared to previous years? 
Previous years, they've rated at 2.4 out of 5. Current administration, they're rating at 3.5 out of 5. Uh, and do you believe the NRL's new six again rule is a positive addition to the sport? 59% said yes. 27% said too early to tell. Ah, okay. Or 14% said no. Keep in mind, listeners, this is the players voting. Yeah, the players voting. As, as you were saying before, um, in that last that last poll, I wonder what that 15 or 14% was. Um, I think maybe it was 13% said no to the to the two refs. Yeah. Um, I would be curious to see like an actual, it not being anonymous and seeing who actually thinks this. Oh, well, they'll never do it, but no. Um, how many captains challenge should each team get? 7% said none. 63% said one. 29% said two. Yeah, 1%, 1% of the votes said more than two. <laughs> <laughs> Cam Smith. Should there also be a five-minute sin bin for minor indiscretions? 100%. 55% said yes. Yeah. 45% no. Should the bunker be able to rule on a forward pass? 32% said yes. 31% said only passes leading to tries. And 37% said no. Huh. Um. Do you, do you agree with the NRL's position to support funding for suburban grounds over major venues? 90% said yes. Yeah. I'm with that 90%. Um, when should the NRL grand final be played? 43% said afternoon. Oh. 36% said twilight. 21% said evening. Yeah. And I believe the last one was, do you think there should be an 18th man used for players injured from foul play? Interesting. Interesting. 86% said yes. There okay. should be an 18th man available for players injured in foul play. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I think that makes sense. Um, I, I think I mentioned it to you once before. Like if, you, if your bench gets... Um, absolutely wrecked because of injury. If one of those injuries is a foul, a foul play incident, um, yeah, I'm down with it. I like it. Yeah. Um, let's wrap that it up. Is. Let's wrap it up. Um, it's going to be a pretty intense round of footy. A lot of good games, like that Broncos Tigers game. <laughs> um, we'll see next week who gets that bragging rights. Um, but. Yeah. You can hit us up on our socials and also um, you'll see our Golden D post and much, much more. Um, But we'll get the heck out of here. Have a great weekend, y'all. Peace out. Thank you, sir. Bye.